0: Who am I? Is the world a better place as a result of it? How do I make people feel? Can my friends and family depend on me? If it was my last day on earth, how would the world remember me? What makes me happy? Can I answer these questions? If not now, then one day soon. This is my future and today I'm taking control. Hey y'all. <laughs> Hi. It's been um it's been a while. It's been a while, but I'm glad to be um putting out a new episode. How are you doing? How have you been? Do you miss me? I've received so So many emails, DMs, um, text messages. Like, Shinteria, where's the podcast? Why aren't you putting out episodes? And um, publicly, I just want to let you all know that I do apologize. I am usually a very consistent person. But when it came to me recording the podcast, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. So I had to commune with God and ask God, why am I not doing what I set out to do? What is it about... What's going on? What's stopping me from delivering? What's stopping me from my spiritual responsibility? What's stopping me from, you know, getting word out to the people, to your people, to my people? And I think I just had to fast on it. I had to pray about it. I had to handle some of my thoughts that I was having with them, but now I'm here and I'm back. I think the main thing is to hear someone say something out their mouths, but then when you see them, they're not demonstrating it, so I had to really get into alignment with the podcast and ask God to continue to guide me and lead me, because I was feeling very discouraged in it, but I know that I'm doing a great job, because when I sit down to record an episode... I have you beautiful people sending me beautiful messages saying I need this. So your messages helped me to get back on it. Um <laughs> thank you. So as we all know, Valentine's Day just passed and for the ones who are single, stay single. Remain single and um you know, pray. I had a conversation with my friend yesterday on Valentine's Day. And she said, Shanteria, what is it you want in a man? And I said, I don't know. And she said, get a paper, write it down, and pray about it. Pray about it every night. You have to be consistent in your prayer. You can't just want something and don't work on it or work for it. And that sometimes means getting yourself together, getting yourself into alignment with the man that you're asking God for. If you're not constantly standing on God like you stay on the people at HR when you're trying to get a job, how do you expect your prayer to come to pass? So for all the ladies and all the men that are out there that are single, it's your season to be single. I mean, everyone... Everyone has a season and I know we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook and we're seeing all the great love gestures that everyone is doing and everyone's boyfriends and girlfriends are buying them things. But don't let that discourage you because sometimes behind closed doors, the relationship isn't even working for real. And a lot of times we say, I want a relationship like, you know, God. God, what was the prayer that she said, <laughs> and I laugh at it because um two people can pray for the same thing. It's kind of like science. two people can pray from the sa- for the same thing and still receive different results if God okay, so let me use Sierra and Russell Wilson for an example. Everyone is always in Sierra's comments like Sierra, what's the prayer? But I guarantee you, you can say that prayer and God can send you a man just like Russell Wilson. And you won't even know what to do with him. You won't even know how to love him or how to submit to him or how to bring out what Sierra brings out of him. And I I say that to say, we can't want what other people have. I mean, we can want the idea of, you know, a good man and, you know, great, long, everlasting love. But pray for what you want. Um, don't be so, don't be so accustomed to seeing what's going on around you and praying for what other people have. You have to pray for what you want because at that point, when it comes, it'll come one hundred percent made for you. It'll come um, very genuine. It'll come just one of a kind. <laughs> so enough of that. Happy belated Valentine's Day to all. And I think the main thing. With Valentine's Day, it's just learning to love yourself, learning to take care of yourself, do things for yourself. Self-love is the best love. And if you don't have that, you don't have anything. Self-love is that one thing that'll get you out of a bad relationship, that'll drop that friend that isn't good for you, that'll walk out of that job because you have too much respect for yourself, that'll leave um that organization or committee because of what's going on in it, isn't what you believe in, I said to myself the other day, I I cannot work for a company or corporation that I don't believe in. If this organization is um, saying one thing and behind the scenes, they're doing total different scheming, conniving things, I can't work in that environment. And you know, I had a friend to say, well, God put you there to change the environment. And when I thought about it like that, (laughs) I said, you're right. So, number one, change the way things are doing. I'm sorry, change the way things are going. Or number two, if you're not willing to change something um, and you just totally don't believe in it, and this could relate to anything, do not be a part of it. So, the title for this week's podcast, is the level up. <laughs> I think it's the level up. Um 2 weeks ago, 2 to 3 weeks ago, I was on my way to Denver, Colorado, and I was so excited. I was so excited. Um I had a suitcase full of fly clothing. I had I had a pocket full of money. <laughs> I was ready to have fun. I was ready to have fun. Um, but it didn't end that way. Um, so I'm on the plane to Colorado and it just so happened that they put me in a window seat and I don't like window seats because I don't like flying, but I do understand that it gets me where I need to be. So I'll do it. I tolerate flying, but I don't like to fly. It's not my preference. I will drive if I can drive. (laughs) Um, So they put me by a window seat, coincidentally, and I shut it down. Like, I closed the window. I don't want to see outside of it. I just go to sleep and just get me there. That's my thing. Um, But as the pilot got on the speaker and said, in 30 minutes we'll we have thirty minutes left in airtime and we'll be landing in Denver, Colorado. And I got excited. Like there's just something that came over me that says, interior, you should be excited about this. So my excitement led me to pushing up that window panel and I looked out this I looked out. And as I looked out, I was having a conversation with God the entire time. And I was noticing how some areas would have clouds and some areas I wouldn't see any clouds. And I'm saying to myself, when I'm at home and I walk out of my door, I look up and I see clouds. I see clouds everywhere. There's like there's not like one area that has clouds and one area that doesn't. Um, But now that I'm above ground level and I'm looking... I see clouds somewhere in some areas. I don't see clouds, and for me, that spoke volumes because in life you're at different levels always there's a start and there's a finish line and when you're at the start, we don't know, but <laughs> we expect to to be above ground level. But we really have to go through the process. And with that being said, you never know where you are when you're there. Let me make that make sense for Let me make let, let me let me make it make sense for you all. When you're on your journey to greatness, it may seem like it's taking forever. It may seem like you'll never get there. But you may be way closer than you expected. Okay. Back to the clouds. (laughs) I was saying to myself, I'm like... God. Some areas have clouds. But some areas don't. And I was thinking about why. Like, tell me how... Like, why am I so into this right now? Why am I so in tune with this? Tell me how... This relates to what I have going on. And God spoke to me. God spoke to me and he said, Shinteria, when you're walking at ground level and you look up, your perspective is one thing. You know, perspective is a thing. So your perspective or what you see is saying there's clouds in the sky. But when I pick you out of the bunch and I take you way up on an airplane to Denver, Colorado and you look out the window, it's more detailed. You see clouds in some areas and you see no clouds. A person that's on ground level can't see that. In life, we grow. When we're 15 or 16 years old, we can look at something but but not see it the way we will versus 30 or 40 years old. When you're in a relationship and your partner is at ground level and you're above ground level, you don't see things the same way. When you're in a friendship and your friend is at ground level and you're above ground level... You can't expect the same level of loyalty. You can't expect the same level of trust. You can't expect the same level of anything. You can't expect them to be on the same page as you. Your thoughts aren't the same. How you feel isn't the same because you're in two two different places in your lives. And a lot of times we blame others, you know, but just not understanding that you're not equally yoked. You're not on the same page you don't want the same things um they can't see it how you see it because our level your level up is different and that's just that's just the basics right so i can't expect a person to see what i saw because god hasn't took them there yet it's not their season (laughs) I remember um, looking out the window and I remember thinking to myself like, wow, this is so cool. This is so amazing. And I'm saying, God, send me a word about this. I want to talk about it on the podcast. Send me a word. And the guy behind me says, talking to his friends, he says, some areas have clouds and some areas don't have clouds. That's crazy. That's really cool. (laughs) And for me, that was confirmation like. Shantiri, you're on the right page. Keep looking and I'll send you the message. And that was crazy. That was crazy. But anyways, we can be in the same room at the same time receiving the same information, but not walk out on the same playing field. Let me say that again. You can be in the same room with someone. You can be there at the same time. You can be listening to the same thing. When you walk out on that room, When you walk out of that room, one person will be on one playing field and another person will be on a whole nother. What you take out that room is different. Because back to what I said, people don't process their thoughts the same. No one is the same. No two people is the same. And you'll be looking at a person like, why did you just do that? But when you get down to understanding that, look, we just don't operate in the same realm. You have to be equally yoked, um, especially in relationships. You have to have the same desire to want um, to worship God or the same desire to change the world or to help people because if you don't, nothing works. So for me, that message was saying, if you don't see clouds, you're not in the right room. Like a lot of times we go through things and we say to ourselves or we say to God, God, why are you putting me through this? I don't deserve to be going through this. It seems like time after time after time after time. Something's happening in my life. Something is going wrong for me. And I'm looking over here at this person and they're always smiling. They're always having, like, what are you doing? Your assignment is different. Your assignment is bigger. Your what, where I'm about to take you Listen, everything that you're experiencing is going to prepare you. So anytime something happens, don't get discouraged. Don't get all, God is picking on me or, you know, why me? Because I'm preparing you for greatness. And if you want to be great, how could you expect to not go through anything? If you want to be great, you have to be able to stand up and tell people, I've been through hell, but I'm still smiling. I've been through hell, but I made it. I've been through hell because I'm going to use you. And when I use you, you have to stand up and let people know that God can use anybody. I was drunken out my mind. I was crazy. I was a teen mom. I failed five classes in college. I dated someone who gave me this, you know? No one thought I would be anything. No one thought I would survive. No one thought... That I would be above them. But God used me because he can use anybody. And because he used me, I can go back and teach you and tell you my story. And God can use you too. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care who your mom is. I don't care what your DNA say. I don't care who in your family never did it. God can use you. God can use anybody. So... If you don't see clouds and the clouds represent um triumph, the clouds represent trouble the clouds represent um anything that 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 doesn't go how you want it to go is what the clouds represent and if you don't see clouds, you're not in the right room if you' if you don't see clouds you're not in the right relationship. If you don't see clouds, the friendship isn't for you. The business plan isn't for you. Because when it's for you, you'll know because you'll see clouds. You'll have problems. One plan won't work. You'll have to take another route. Some areas have clouds and some areas will never have clouds. And the areas that never have clouds, guess what? You're beating a dead horse. Because a lot of times the question is, how do how do I know when it's God? You'll know it's God because it won't be easy. Anything come easy feel like a setup. And that's just a saying off a movie or something. But when you see clouds, keep fighting. When you see the clouds, keep pushing. When you see the clouds, pray and dare that God put you above ground level where you can see the areas that have no clouds. Where you can see the areas that have clouds and the areas that have no clouds because the areas that have no clouds is eventually where you'll end up. I don't think y'all understand. <laughs> Anyways, um a lot of people want like money. A lot of people want um success, a lot of people want the relationship. A lot of people want to be in love. A lot of people want material things. A lot of people, people want things, right? I just want the clouds (laughs) because I know if God showed me the clouds, I'm one step closer to heaven. I'm one step closer to doing his job. I'm one step closer to being who he wants me to be, to getting into alignment In serving my purpose, I'm one step closer to changing a life, saving a heart. I'm one step closer. So, after I was on that plane, right? (laughs) The man, okay, so the man came back on the speaker and said, we have landed in Denver, Colorado. And, And he gave the whole spill. I was, at this point, I thought I was excited when he said you had 30 minutes, but I was more excited then. Because, number one, I made it. I have all my limbs. I'm safe. I'm sound. The plane is in tip-top shape. Um, I just received a word from God. I'm more excited than ever. So, I'm about to go to Denver and I'm about to have fun. Right? So, I get off the plane and <laughs> I meet up with the people that's there and they pick me up from the airport. And you know, we go out and we go out and we, you know, we explore the city. Now, I was in Denver, Colorado about nine months before this trip. I was in Denver and you know, everything I, I went to Denver. I received the word from the guy. I went to the Woman Evolve conference with Sarah Jakes Roberts, um, her first Women Evolve conference that she h- hosted. And it was a great time. I mean, I walked out of that conference a new woman almost. And now I'm back in Denver again. So now this environment is familiar. So I'm walking downtown, and I see stores that I went into, restaurants that I have ate- eaten at. I've seen the donut truck that I... Listen... <laughs> The best donuts are in Devon, Colorado. There's this guy with this truck. And if you ever visit Denver, make sure you go downtown and find that donut truck. His donuts are the best. He has like a hundred different flavors. I don't know how you can put all those flavors on donuts. But listen, try the donuts. Anyways, I'm walking downtown and I'm having... You know, the envi- I, the environment is just... the air. Is, the air is fresh. Everything just looks... So, so, I don't know. It was, it was good. <laughs> and, um, out of nowhere, I just start like, I just start feeling like not myself. And I start vomiting, and my stomach was hurting really bad. And I just, I just wasn't feeling good. So, I get in the car, and we're driving up to the mountains, which is two hours away, and <laughs> the pain is, at this point, excruciating. The pain is terrible, so I say, okay, maybe I just need to lay down. So I lay down, and I can't sleep. I mean, I am up at every minute of the hour. I go to sleep and look at my phone, and it's 3.30 a.m. in the morning. I try to lay down, and I wake back up, and it's three thirty-three. And I'm like, God, I thought it was going to be 6 a.m. Why is the time moving so slow? So the time was moving slow. And I was in pain. So everyone's getting up the next morning and they're going, you know, they're about to go um, skiing or whatever they're about to go do. And I said, I'm going to stay and I'm going to take myself to the urgent care because I don't feel good. So that's what I did. I st- I took myself to the urgent care and I got to the urgent care and I'm thinking they're about to say, Hey, you just need, um, you need here, take this and you'll be fine. You're okay. Long story short, I ended up having to be transferred back to Denver, um, to a hospital and staying there. I was in that hospital for five days the people who I came with at that point, they had flew back home. Um, probably like the second day they flew back home and you know, I was okay. One thing about me, if any, anybody who knows me that they know that I'm very strong, I'm very strong and I'm very, very, very strong-minded. I'm a very positive thinker. Um, nothing bad happens to me because I'm just that, I'm just that positive. And... I'm just, that's just my mindset. You know, I can get through anything. I'm more than a conqueror. I've always had that mindset. So I'm sitting in Denver in the hospital, and I'm on antibiotics. They're sticking me with needles every five seconds. Feel like, just, I'm just in the hospital, and I'm just like, God. (laughs) I know you said, (laughs) if you don't see the clouds, you're not in the right place, for God. This is too many clouds right now, <laughs> and I was saying to myself, "Were you preparing me for this? you just got- you just gave me that message on the airplane, but were you preparing me for this because there were some points where my nurses kept changing, and I'm like when your nurse change that means that they've done the 12-hour shift so I done seen four five nurses I done been in here too long I'm ready to go home I just want to go home and I'm sitting there and I'm remembering my message and I'm saying to myself if you don't see the clouds I mean if you see the clouds you're one step closer and everyone's calling me, you know, I'm in constant communication with my mom and she's like, No, you need to come home. You tell them you need to come home. And I'm like, Mama, I'm not about to get on no airplane and die. Okay? I'm gonna stay in Denver however long they need me in Denver until I'm, it's safe to go home. I'm not about to get home. She was so worried to the point where she would call my phone. I would look at it and I would be like, I'm not answering this. Cause how many, like moms will stress you out. The doctor came in and was saying something and she's like, what? They said you need, no, you're not doing that note. And I'm like, mama, (laughs) well, she, she was just concerned, but long story short, I ended up staying in the hospital for five days and, um, I was finally able to fly home and I ended up having to be in the hospital back at home. But, so a lot of you all are probably like, what happened to you? Um, the oxygen level in Denver is different from in Florida. Um, in Colorado is different from in Florida because, in Florida, where at sea level below below a little below sea level um whatever, but in Colorado, the altitude is like mm, 5,000, five thousand six thousand feet up above sea level, and where I went in the mountains is about ten thousand feet up, so when you go from sea level to ten thousand feet up, the air is thinner, and my oxygen intake it was. It was very, 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 very low, I guess. Um, but when I got off the plane, I I was breathing fine. I mean, I guess you... I don't know. Everything scientifically... I, listen, if I majored in science, I would probably go crazy because it's just so much. Um. But anyways, enough oxygen wasn't going to one of my organs. And the blood flow had stopped and... You know, the organ could have died, but thank God, you know, I'm who I am. And I said, I'm not going skiing. I'm going to the hospital because this pain don't seem like normal pain. <laughs> um, So long story short, I'm not sure what's going on with the organ right now because my, well, I went to a doctor's appointment. My vitals are fine. Everything is fine. I feel way better. Um, But I'll update you all on that in another episode because I visit general surgery next week but let me tell y'all I was in the hospital and they had a blood doctor come and the blood doctor was telling me now I'm in Denver Colorado right I'm I'm there by myself this is probably like day three or four and the blood doctor say you know you can start a form a chemo I looked at her and I said, the devil is a liar. (laughs) She looked at me like, what you just said? I said, the devil is a liar, ma'am. I'm not doing that. She said, oh no, you know, in your case, I don't think it will be necessary. But just if we had to get to that point, you know, the no. Mm -mm. One thing about the God that I serve, he is a healer. He's a healer, and one the thing about it is the entire time that I was in Denver um I was by myself, but God was there the entire time, like when it came to me making decisions, you know, talking to doctors and nurses, I consulted with God every minute, I knew that no matter how long I had to be in Denver, God was gonna get me home, and i just I just knew that it was gonna work out for the good. Because a lot of people go in the hospital for what I went in the hospital for. And they don't make it out alive. But I knew that I was going to go home. I knew that. I knew. <laughs> I knew. And even now, um, when I go to general surgery, you know, that conversation is about, should we remove this organ or should we keep it? And... I don't even have to go sit in front of a doctor to know that God has already healed me. Number one, I feel so much better. Number two, I operate in a different realm. Like, I know that God... I know. I know that He's healed me. There's nothing that no one can tell me. Like, it's to the point where I even got to the doctor back at home, and they were trying to give me three vaccines, and I'm like, I don't need them. And they're like you could die because your organ isn't working and it fights off bacteria and if it's not working properly, um you need these vaccines to back you up. And I'm like, listen, the God I serve, you it, it may seem like the blood, the or the tissue is dead on that C T that you're looking at, but I've read up on this and I know that it can start back to function and I just need to give it two weeks If I need the vaccine after those two weeks and I go back and they say, okay, all the tissue has died, then I'll take it because I'm not going to play with my health. But as for now, you're telling me that it's a possibility and it's a possibility that it's not. I'm going to take that small percent that it will work and I'm not taking these vaccines. And you just really have to have that attitude all the time. You have to, you know, stand up for what you believe in and fight for what you believe in. Because it was at a point where the doctor was telling me, oh they sent a doctor in there and the doctor told me you could die (laughs) and I looked at her and I wanted to say no I'm gonna call the people who certified you because you don't sit there and tell nobody they can die you don't do like she was you can die but anyways I just got a little ghetto I know some people will bring it out of you and I'm telling you I'm not 100% there yet but all in all um I feel like God had prepared me for that process. I feel like he had just sent me a word that let me know that even though you're going to be in this hospital for five days and you're by yourself, I just told you, you have to see clouds because when I deliver you from this, you'll be able to bring somebody out of it. Like you'll be able to motivate. Like how many of you know that you have strength that other people don't have because... Other people haven't been through what you've been through. So, when I have a friend that's going through something similar, I can say, girl, God delivered me. He'll deliver you too. Like, how many people know that you have to have people around you that are positive and really like-minded? Like, if someone called me with a bad situation, I tell them in the beginning, it's not that bad. One of my friends just called me um yesterday and was crying. It was, yep, yeah, on Valentine's Day. She was like, I was sitting in jail last night. Now, mind you, no one likes jail. But... Um, no one likes jail, especially when you feel like I'll never go to jail. Number one, I had to tell her that no one is exempt from anything. I know you just graduated, you got your degree, you got a good job, you this, you that, but you have to make better decisions. No one is exempt from anything. You can never think that nothing will happen to you because, listen, the playing field is clear. God will pick you out of the crowd and use you in the most uncomfortable situations but don't ever think that it can't happen to you but anyways she called me and said you I had I got it to you I was sitting in jail for six hours this is so this is bad this is bad and I said it could have been worse you didn't run into nobody, you didn't kill nobody, you didn't kill yourself, girl, you better be thanking God for that DUI. And you can come out of that. There's classes that you can take. You can sit in front of a judge and that judge can drop the charges because he knows that you're not like that. Let me tell you, God prepares soldiers for you. And them soldiers are war ready, waiting for any judge or any doctor. Any lawyer, he is a protector. He brung you to it. He'll bring you through it. But you can't have the mindset that this is all bad. You know, my life is over. I got a DUI. Men say one thing, but God says another. You have to listen to that situation and say, God, what do I need to do different? When I have a drink, I need to call an Uber. When I have a drink, you know, you this time you got me a DUI, but the next time I could die, I could kill someone. So I had to tell her that it's not all bad and she had to find the positive out of it. And she had to move different because when something happens, if you continue to react the same way, you'll still get the same results. When something happens, it's a call for attention and God is trying to move you in a certain direction. Oh God, this podcast Oh Jesus. So it just okay. I haven't I haven't recorded a podcast in so long. Oh my gosh. Um January 2nd. I had a car accident. My car was in an accident. And everybody knows I love my car. I ha I love my car. And my car was in an accident and I I went crazy. Like I almost went crazy. And <laughs> I just thought about that because when that accident happened, I asked God, God, what are you trying to say to me? And then when they told me the car was totaled and I didn't have gap insurance, um, I almost lost my mind. Because so I'm like, I don't have enough money to get a new car. I don't, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. I don't have this. It's all I was thinking in a moment. But not even a week later... I was able to go and get a new car. Um, He worked it out. And my whole thing is, when that accident happened, I thought it was over for me. I thought I was going to be without a car. I thought I was going to have to figure it out on my own. But God had already prepared soldiers and put them in place to help me through it. He had already went to the car dealership when the accident happened and put me in front of the right person that was able to work it out for me. I did not have to put $0 down because God knows I'm a single mom and I have so many bills. I mean, I have a good job and all, but I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet to where I can just pull buku money out of this account. And, you know, so he had already put me in front of the right person where I didn't have to put a penny down. And he made it work for me. God is amazing. And I just want all of you to get in a position where... You can have a relationship and have faith on the level that my faith is on. I promise you the sky can be falling down around me. As long as I'm here God is, in, and God is in my life, it will work out. Let me tell you, everything, you have to approach it and attack it as if you already won. <laughs> because if you go in already defeated, how is that going to even work out? Anyways, you have to have people around you that are always positive i don't care how bad the situation looks a person who speaks negative on anything does not deserve to be in your life i promise you i've had friends that i would call them about something and they would be like oh you ain't gonna get that oh girl please listen oh you gotta go against her nah see you ain't gonna get that and i have since then changed my entire Entire circle to where I'll call somebody and I'll be Crying and by the time I get Off that phone I have a big smile on my face Because you need people Around you to motivate and inspire you You need people That will give you that extra strength and push when your um, flesh is weakened. You need people that'll lift you up in the spiritual room. You need people around you that has the same drive and love and care for people and that speaks the same language as you. If a person does not speak the same language as you, you can't expect them to pull you out of a difficult situation. You can't expect them to lift you up appropriately. I decree and declare that under my voice, everyone who listen, who is listening to this podcast aligns themselves with like-minded individuals. I promise your life will be better. I just had a conversation with God. My birthday was like a week ago. And I said to him the morning of, I said, God, and I had just got out of the hospital. I said, God, <laughs> I never received love on my birthday. And on everyone's birthday, I'm um, Always i don't I can have six dollars in my pocket. I'm going to spend five dollars on a balloon in a car just to let you know I appreciate you That's how I've always been, and I said, God, I'm always showing people love on their birthday. I've been through a car accident I've been in a hospital God, just just show me that you appreciate me. show me that I'm doing something on this earth that is right. Show me that people care about me and love me. I just want to feel appreciated. I had no plans. I was just happy to be alive. Do you all know that God moves? And God moves fast. The day of my birthday, I received so much love. I've never received this much love in my life. I had friends from everywhere, different cities everywhere, cash shopping me. I've had friends and coworkers balloons and gifts and... Everything. And I just was so overwhelmed with the love. And it just, God answers prayers. And even on Valentine's Day, I never receive anything. And my friends really made me feel loved. And you need to feel loved. You just have to be around the right, the right people. Align yourself with people that'll go out their way for you just as you would do for them. In any relationship or friendship, energy has to be reciprocal reciprocated you get what you put out and if you're not giving good things you can't expect for someone to give you something good and if you are giving good things and that energy isn't being reciprocated you need to leave that circle no matter how bad it may seem or how hard because you know when we love someone we accept anything and we can't do that in 2019 what's up 2019 anyways So, I have been receiving a lot of questions about, um, (laughs) I posted that Sarah Jakes Roberts paid $800 for my flight to get me back home, and (laughs) let me tell y'all about God, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all about God, (sighs) stop the tears, I was laying in the hospital in Denver, and I had remembered. I, in matter of fact, I think this was on my fourth day. Fourth day there, I was in the hospital, and I said, "The last time I was here, I came here for Sarah, and I love Sarah. I look up to Sarah. Like I believe in my adult years, I'll be able to have as much as impact that she has. Um, I love her." So I said to myself, you should write her on Instagram. And you know, that voice spoke and said, she's not going to write you that. And I said, you should write her on Instagram and you should ask her for prayer. You know, you should ask her to pray with you. And then I said to myself, no. And that was the fourth day, the fifth day in the hospital. I woke up and it was heavy on my mind. It was like, you should write her. (laughs) So I wrote her on Instagram and... I said, hi, Sarah. The last time I was in Denver, it was for the Woman Evolved Conference. I'm back again. and I explained her. I explained to her what was going on. And I said, if you could just pray for me, um, that would be greatly appreciated. And she asked me what hospital. She wrote back almost immediately. And she's like, what hospital are you at? I'm so sorry to hear that. And I told her. And she's like, I'm not in town right now. I, w- I won't be there until later. And... She wrote me and she said, when do you leave? And I told her and she said, I can get you home. And the crazy thing about that is, so my flight, I missed my flight and I called and they gave me a little $60 credit, a refund, um, But now the flights were, I was looking at flights that were like, they started at $500. And God knows I could have paid for the flight, but he knew what position that would have put me in. So I didn't ask Sarah to pay for my flight, but God knows exactly what you need. And like I said, before you have to deal with anything, God goes ahead of you and he works it out for you. Sarah saying, I can get you home. (laughs) God does things in order. And her saying, I can get you home was no coincidence. God knows what you need when you need it. I asked for prayer. I reached out to Sarah and I asked for prayer. I had been on this website looking for flights, clearing my cookies because one thing about it, when you look for flights, the prices go up and up because they know you're looking for flights. No, I clear my cookies and I go back And even though those flights were saying $500, $600, I was talking to my mom on the phone and I was saying, Mom, I guarantee you I'm going to go and look at this same flight at 3 o'clock in the morning and it's going to be $200 or even one something. And I wasn't worried even though the prices were high. I knew that God will send me to that website and the prices will be in my range. God sent Sarah to say, I can get you home. She said, send me your preferred flight. Let me tell you how good God is. I sent her my preferred flight. And it was economy. It was the $500 ticket economy. This lady sent me back my confirmation. That same flight in first class. $800 flight. <laughs> Imagine someone who you listen to every day for motivation. You look up to, you tell your friends about, you God, thank you. Imagine someone doing something like that for you. <laughs> what does that do for you? What the like that that shows you that God Jesus. Anyways, listen, before I get too into my feelings and I start to cry. I just want you all to know that God knows exactly what you need when you need it. And I know the going gets tough. I know it looks too hard. I know. I know. I know it seems like it's impossible. But God will restore you from anything. And it'll be worth everything you've ever went through. Jesus. When he's preparing you for more, he takes you through so much to get to that end. And you just have to believe that the end will be rewarding and keep fighting and keep pushing. I have to get ready for work. This podcast deserves a part two because there's so much more I want to say. But if I could leave you with Anything. I just want you to know that you have more than enough for God to use. A lot of people feel like God can't use me. I'm not there yet. I'm not. You have more than enough. Listen, align yourself with good people who give out good energy. God can bless you based on who you're connected to. Who you're connected to matters. Don't look at how much you have, but look at the power and what it is that you're holding. You don't have to have everything the next person has. What you have is good enough. Allow God to use what you have to gain more. And when you gain more, don't keep it for yourself, but reciprocate that energy out. Life is about what you can do to help people. If we can uplift each other, we can make it to the finish line together. Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As I conclude this week's episode, I want you all to understand that your best is yet to come. Your best is yet to come and stay focused, stay faithful, stay prayerful. Um, stay in touch with all that God is doing in you and align yourself, align yourself with the right people, align yourself with the, with your purpose, align yourself with things that make sense. If it don't make sense, don't force it. I'm telling you. Ask God for clarity and wisdom. God, help me to walk in the fullness of your image. I want to be like you. I want to smell like you. I want to breathe like you. I want to deliver like you. God, help me to reflect a true woman of of you. Help me to reflect a true man of you. I want you to go everywhere with me. Have these conversations. Um... Advocate to God what you need for yourself. Don't just accept anything. Don't allow the enemy to come in and to use you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for allowing me to come on and share my story. I know that my story will help someone somewhere. God, if I could do anything to help anyone reveal it to me. It is my prayer that everyone listening to my podcast has a successful year. Everyone puts in nothing but good energy, and I promise that you'll get it out. Thank you for listening to the Terrier Talks podcast. It is my honor to be delivering these episodes each and every week, and thank you so much for holding me accountable. Thank you for every text message, every DM, everything. Um relating to how my podcast has changed you, how my podcast um has helped you. Thank you. And my last 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 thought is you are your only limit. Don't limit yourself to anything. Have a good have a good day and until next week. Thank you.